ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Over the Line, and holy moly, do I have a show for you, you are not going to believe this episode, I'm telling you, this is the kind of stuff I've been waiting for, this is crazy, now today's show is going to be about something that I in fact cannot talk about here on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, I am not going to be able to talk about it. But I'll give you a little preview. It's got a little something to do with things like this. An absentee ballot batch sheet from Fulton County, Georgia, which provides us a little insight on what happened on November 3rd, 2020. You know where I'm going with this, right? So here's what I need you to do. I need you to look in the description of this video. I'm talking to YouTube people only. Look in the description of this video. There will be a link to this full video on Rumble. You can click that link and watch this entire episode. You will not be able to see it on YouTube because we all know what's going to happen. You will also be able to listen to this show in its entirety on our podcast platforms. One more time. To see this entire video, click the link in the description, which will take you to Rumble, and you will be able to see things that you're absolutely going to love. All right? Click it now. Okay, now that the YouTube people are gone. Holy crap, everybody. We've got some good, good stuff. The election was stolen. You hear me? It was stolen. It was fraudulent. Everything that happened after November 3rd, 2020 was absolutely illegitimate. God, it feels good to say that. Let me just take a moment. I'm getting myself flustered. The 2020 election was an absolute fraud without a shadow of a doubt. 100%. And now the evidence is starting to pile up. And allow me to explain... Because it's now getting to a point where I think logical people who really do want the truth but have dismissed the possibility that there was election fraud are not going to start scratching their heads and say, well, wait a minute. We were told this was the most secure election in history most scrutinized, and no other election has been held to a higher standard than 2020. Those words came from Joseph R. Biden just yesterday. So the people that truly believe that, when they start seeing this stuff, because they're not going to be able to get away from it, they're going to start saying, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't like the orange man. I did not want him to win whatsoever 
But we need to find out what's going on with this. Because guess what? If you're not concerned about election fraud, how are you going to feel when election fraud turns on you and the other side is stealing elections? So do you want to put a stop to it now? Or are you going to wait until it bites you in the raw? Because it will. It absolutely will. Can I say that one more time? The election of 2020 for Donald J. Trump and many other races was 100% stolen. It was stolen from Trump and it was stolen from the American people. This was an election. This was a presidential candidate that broke all the records, defied all the odds of a record Hispanic votes, record black votes. You know, the only, the only group that Trump lost votes with? White people. That's right. White people. The only one. He broke every other record from the breakdowns of voter blocks to race to the bellwether counties to literally getting 10 million more votes than he did in 2016 when he won against somebody as unlikable as she may be was 10 times more coherent than Joey R. Biden. Everything points to this direction, and that's why I, as well as yourself, we were so confident that this was the case. It's been a frustrating road, without a doubt. It's been frustrating because we've heard the cracking, we've heard the evidence is about to come out, there's watermarks, there's this, that, and the other. It's been a long road. It's been a long six, I hadn't even been six months. It's been eight, nine months since the election. I get it. And a lot of people got worn down. A lot of people throwing their heads up and said, you know what, until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. But we've had evidence this entire time. But now we've got more. And the more that comes out, the more people will be willing to jump on the bandwagon of asking questions. We're not asking anybody to jump on the bandwagon of Donald Trump. We're asking people to jump on the bandwagon of finding the truth. Outside of who won and who lost, we want to know who the American people chose. And there are some brave patriots out here trying to figure out just that. Today, today, we find out as they dig further and further into why Georgia went blue because of Fulton County. We found out that in Fulton County, Georgia, in their recount, it is including a 60% error rate. 60% of Fulton County's votes has one discrepancy or another. That's huge. This came from Garland Favorito, who is the founder of the Election Integrity Group, Voter GA. 
He made that announcement yesterday and said there are 60% of votes in this county, the county that turned Georgia blue, that have discrepancies. That's it. And once we get the data on that, once we really get down to it, it's going to be huge. Donald Trump commenting on it as well. Here's what the president said. He said, The news coming out of Georgia is beyond incredible. The hand recount in Fulton County was a total fraud. They stuffed the ballot box and got caught. We will lose our country if this is allowed to stand. According to the just-released report from Garland Favorito in the highly respected voter GA in Fulton County, the hand recount was wrong by 60%. 100,000 tally sheets for ballots were missing. They duplicated thousands of extra votes for Joe Biden and fabricated vote counts of 100 to 0 for Biden many times. Ballot batch sheets fraudulently showed multiple unanimous 100 to 0 counts for Biden as well as 150 to 0 and 200 to 0 votes for Biden. Are we in a third world country? What else will they find once full forensics audits take place? Now, these batch sheets that Donald Trump is talking about, they look just like this. These, as you see, absentee scanner batch. Absentee scanner batch 22. 200 votes for Joe Biden, zero for Donald Trump or anybody else. Anybody else. Joe Biden got 100% of the votes on a lot of these absentee scanner batches. These are the votes that came in the middle of the night after poll watchers were kicked out. These are the votes that came out from under tables and suitcases. Let's not forget that. We've got on video this shady business going on. So it's not new. This is not, oh, we finally got it. We've had evidence. We've had it for a long time, since days, days after the election. This is just confirming that. 200 to 0 there for Joe Biden. Let's see what else we got. Oh, here's 150 to 0. The batch right before what you just saw. You just looked at Joe Biden winning 200 to 0 on batch 22. Well, let's go to batch 21. 150 to 0 for Joseph Biden. Now, how is that possible? You remember early on we were seeing these charts of the 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 um, the, the graphs or the the flow charts or whatever they call them of where the vote was headed. You know, they got the line for Trump, the line for Biden, and then it goes up, and Biden just shoots up out of nowhere. That's what this is from. Joe Biden mysteriously just getting 100% of the votes out of a huge batch of votes. Which is statistically impossible, especially in an election where more people voted 
than ever before. It is statistically impossible. And this is just, I just showed you two of them. That's just two of many showing Joe Biden got 100% of the votes. The president, the, the rifle president, a.k.a. 45, Donald Trump goes on to say this means Brad Raffensperger certified the 2020 presidential election scam despite it being riddled with massive errors and provable fraud. This proves what Susie Voiles, who worked who who worked Fulton uh, elections for decades, suspected that fraudulent Photoshop ba- photocopied ballots were counted for Biden. This is on top of the 35,000 illegal votes recently found in Georgia and the over 100,000 obsolete voter registrations, plus thousands of dead people deleted after the election. Will the Attorney General of Georgia, Chris Carr, finally act? How has Governor Brian Kemp allowed this to happen? This is corruption at the highest level. Our nation is at stake Donald Trump is 100% correct in this. He just ran the numbers for you. He told you exactly what happened. And all this is true. Now, the interesting part is when we talk about Brad Raffensperger and Brian Kemp, these two should be in jail. You know why? Because all of those things that Donald Trump wrote in that statement, they've known about it for six months and they've sat on it. They've sat on it and denied its release. They knew this was going on. They knew the fraud was there and would not allow the people to find out. Now, as I was telling you about... um, What's his name? Um, <laughs> hold on. Garland Favorito, I was telling you about Garland Favorito, he went on after his press conference, Steve Bannon show on America's Voice, Real America's Voice, and he explained just that very thing. To say these people are downright criminals and have played a major role in making sure this election fraud was covered up. Listen to this. I think so, too. The ballot images were only made public two months ago. Uh, that's the first time that we got them, and because we lobbied to get that legislation passed. And even after we got it passed, we still had to get a court order to get Fulton County to release the, the ballots. So after, once we got that, we had a month or two to analyze it. What we found out is, and is that they had known about these problems, they being Gabe Sterling and Brad Ravensburger, for six or seven months. Nothing that we presented yesterday was new to them. It was only new to us. And uh, I think that's probably oh. the most significant thing most of significant. everything that we produced yesterday. So in Garland Favorito's own words, They knew it was there. They knew the election fraud was there for months. They sat on it. They hid it. And they deserve to be put in prison. If they're smart, if they've got any sort of self-awareness about them, 
they will, in fact, leave the country. They need to leave the country. Otherwise, they should be thrown under the prison for what they've done. It's coming out. This is it. This is where it starts. And let me explain this why this is where it starts. Because it's not just about Georgia. It's about many other states. Arizona, for example. In Arizona, the Senate leader has announced... Now, keep in mind, the big recount was with Maricopa County. They were going through... Remember, we were watching the live stream. It was showing them with the, the black lights, and they were in the little cardboard box, and they were closely examining these ballots. They finished that audit, and the Senate leader has announced that the numbers do not match. They do not match. She says, hey, we're not going to release it right now, but what I can tell you, it's not good. We've certified an election that is not accurate. We have certified our election results, and they are, in fact, not accurate. Senate President Karen Fan said in an interview that the number of ballots found by the audit does not match the certified total. They, they are double, triple, and quadruple checking every single detail in order to prove that the Senate's audit is 100% accurate. The audit team is using new machines for another recount of the total number of ballots. And I'll get into the machines in a moment because that's another important aspect of this that is getting completely blown out of the water. Karen Fan said this. They haven't released a number yet, if you will. However, we do know that those numbers do not match with the Maricopa County, with the Maricopa County at this point. She was on KTAR uh, 92.3. Mike Broomhead Show. What a cool name, Broomhead. So Senator Karen Fan laying it down. Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, they've done everything in their power to prevent them from finding these discrepancies. Everything in their power. They've done everything. In their power. And see, that's that's the thing. If you notice, that's each of these states, that's what's happened. The legislatures start saying there's a lot of irregularities. There's some shady stuff going on. We saw in Georgia that there, there are votes being pulled out under the table. You know, the, the count's not adding up. Joe Biden's getting 100% of the votes half the time. Then the Secretary of State steps in and says, no, no, no. You can't, you can't question this. They all did it in unison, as if they were part of the Democrats' master plan, which was to stall. Stall until January 20th, 2021, until Inauguration Day. That's all they needed to do. They silenced people. They threatened people. They coerced people, telling them it's unpatriotic. To question the election. This is the highest scrutinized, the the, the high, highly secure election. No, no election's been more secure than this one right here. So they shot everybody down that wanted to ask questions. 
They had to hold back the questions just for a little while. But they couldn't hold them back forever. And as this continues to roll out, more and more people are going to be asking these questions. They want to know what really happened. Not because you're a Trump fan, not because you're a Biden fan, but people want to know. People don't want to see this country turn into Cuba. That's what happens in these countries. Their government picks the elected officials. I don't care how voting day goes. doesn't matter. They don't pick them. They don't pick their leaders. And that's exactly what happened in 2020. It's statistically impossible that Trump lost this election on so many fronts. It is not possible. We'll go through the numbers at some point and show you. If you have not seen it, we will show you that a guy who beat the record of number of black votes for a Republican, number of Latino votes for a Republican, record number of bellwether counties, added 10 million more votes than he had in 2016. There's no way he lost this election. It's not possible. It's not. And this, as this continues to roll out, more and more people are going to jump on the bandwagon and want to know what the truth is. So Georgia, we saw what happened. We've seen, we, we knew what happened for a long time. We've seen video. We found out names. We've watched people bragging about the fraud. We found out from Raffensperger that the chain of custody has been broken on these drop boxes. We have no idea who had their hands on them. And then we find out that they were sitting on even more evidence of massive, massive voter fraud. But Georgia's not going to flip the election. Georgia and Arizona, I don't even think, would flip the election. But that's not it. You've even got Michigan, who is ripe with just as much fraud as any of these other states. And again, legislators asking questions. But they were silenced. They were snuffed out. You cannot do that because it is un-American. You're basically an insurrectionist, QAnon, Confederate leader, Confederate colonel from the Civil War, if, in fact, you question the results of this election. There's an attorney, former, um, former state prosecutor of 10 years, She's now a criminal defense attorney. Her name is, um, what is her name? Stephanie Lambert, who has taken the lead on the fraud in Michigan. She's 
she was uh, she was given a lot of evidence in relation to all of this, right? She went to try to send that information to the White House through her Google Gmail account, and she put in the title uh, "2020 fraud information or evidence or something." Google prevented her from sending that email to the White House. It would not allow her to send it because of the subject matter. But she did get it there, and she has continued to uncover more and more stuff. More things about mainly, and this is the the majority of what we're dealing with in Michigan, is the voting machines. Dominion voting machines, which we were told, under oath, that were perfectly safe, they had no special interest, they don't connect to the internet, and there's no way for you to go into those machines, switch votes, delete votes, or anything like that. All of that turned out to be a big, fat lie. Listen to attorney and former state prosecutor Stephanie Lambert break some of this down. Can you kind of share some of that evidence with us? Sure. I've been working closely with Matt DiPerno and other attorneys and other experts, like I said, and uh, we've obtained a lot of evidence. Uh, In fact, there's going to be a lawsuit filed in the very near future against Election Source, which is a contractor to Dominion. Uh, Matt DiPerno sent a cease and desist letter to Election Source today um, because there was a letter uh, that was sent out by Election Source to all of the clerks in Michigan stating that they're coming to do preventative updates regarding removing a battery in some of the election equipment, which is problematic because this would erase data. Um, That's one piece of of what's happening with election source. Um, We've we've obtained evidence from elected officials actually in Michigan, clerks that have said in affidavits uh, that essentially they find it very concerning and and I'll quote from some of the affidavits here. One clerk said, this is an elected official, uh, and she's speaking to the vendor control. It's frightening because I don't feel that there's anything that I can do within my capacity to ensure the election is not uh, subverted by the vendor, given their access to the programs. Uh, Another affidavit from an elected official uh, regarding the vendors said, I know these computers have hidden information which can subvert the intention of the voter and cause the votes to switch or otherwise be manipulated in a number of scary ways. Uh, So what our evidence has uh, uh, revealed essentially is that in Michigan, we do have evidence and proof that the election was subverted um, remotely. We have security breaches. I know that um, an expert by the name of J. Alex Halderman has repeatedly said in a report that there were no security breaches, and that is just false. Our experts have found security breaches within the Michigan election. Um, ben Cotton is a expert, and I, I'd like to uh, read about his uh, qualifications here. He's been working for over 25 years, and he found two security breaches. It, it continues to go on, and you can go watch that entire interview, but she says... We have the evidence. They subverted the election. They got into the voting machines during the election, before the election, after the election. We've got it. It's here. We know for a fact. Remember the story that came out that Michigan had finally got their hands 
on one of the voting machines. Remember? That's the result of this. They found out uh, in the most simplest part that this thing could connect to the Internet, which is all someone needs. An entire U.S. election could simply be flipped around from somebody sitting at their laptop computer. And these voting machines were set up and were given to these states, bought by these states, for that exact reason. This was the purpose of it. Thank you, baby. Trish just brought me a drink because I'm so flustered. Flustered and excited. They knew. They knew this was going on. It was the reason for it. This is the most ingenious, complex plan anybody could ever come up with. You thought Spygate was a big deal? I I did. I thought Spygate was the biggest scandal of our lifetime. Maybe, maybe ever. It was so deliberate, so sneaky, so illegal that a president would spy not just on a political opponent, but a presidential candidate who is currently running for president against his former VP in order to not just cause him to lose the election, not just dig up some dirt, but to get him kicked out of the race, prosecute him, and throw him and his family in jail. This is third world country stuff, man. This is bad. Spygate is nothing, is a cakewalk, it's child's play compared to this fraudulent election. And the evidence continues to pile up and pile up and pile up. Again, I want to stress to the people that are burnt out on hearing about the evidence and the election was fraudulent and that it's going to be overturned. We're not worried about it being overturned. We're worried about 2022 and 2024. But there will be no 2022 and 2024 unless we get this exposed and start prosecuting people. Who's to say anybody will ever go to jail? Not while Joe Biden's president. They're not going to allow the people that got him into office to go to prison. They're likely not. But this has to, and I feel, will be exposed. This is the biggest stuff we've seen thus far. Like I said, the Democrats' plan, the complex plan of stealing the election was one thing. After that, it was silencing people that would question it, Labeling them as unpatriotic and enemies of the state. Just long enough for President President Joe Biden to get inaugurated. Long enough to get an illegitimate president and an illegitimate vice president inaugurated. That's all they needed to do. And then once it get past January 20th, then we'll worry about trying to bury this stuff, which they did. What other time have we seen a shredder truck 
behind a vote tallying center days after an election. These ballots are supposed to be kept for years. And they were shredding stuff. And as bad as the machine stuff was, Dominion voting systems and whatever else we used, as bad as that was, thank God for it. Because if we were using primitive paper ballots and people just counting them by hand, they'd have been long gone. They'd have been like, oh, we didn't realize we weren't supposed to dispose of them. And then there's nothing. But we have technical forensic experts, computer experts that are able to get into stuff and trace back what exactly has gone on. And that's what you hear Stephanie Lambert talking about. They found it. And now the Georgia, Arizona, and Michigan are blowing up. You know what's next. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. The Republicans in that state, although they didn't push hard enough, they were pushing back and they were demanding transparency. This will give them the green light to open the floodgates. This is their chance to finally expose this stuff. There was massive fraud in Arizona, in Georgia, in Michigan, in Wisconsin, and in Pennsylvania. We know there was. I don't care how many times people call me a sore loser. You're just mad because the orange guy lost. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care what you say. All I care about is my victory dance that I will do once the world knows that Donald Trump won. And speaking of the world, people know, people know across this globe that Donald Trump won that election. They know. Go, go to any of these other... Remember Kamala Harris going to Guatemala a few weeks ago. They're telling her to go home. They know she's a fraud. They know she's illegitimate. They know she's an awful vice president that really blew her way into that position. They know. It's obvious. And the Democrats know. But their number one goal in life is covering it up. And not just covering it up. Covering up, covering it up, the importance of that for them is not just making sure Joe Biden stays president. That's not it. Covering that up is because they want to do it again and again and again and again and again. The For the People Act, H.R. 1, all of this keeps in place the COVID-era rules that were changed unconstitutionally at the last minute in these states, especially Pennsylvania, to allow this cheating to happen. It's not that they're worried about being exposed for what they did. This is them worrying about what uh, worried about being exposed for what they're about to do. They're ready to do it again. 
They are in the planning stages. And it's going to happen. They will attempt it again. But we have to be ready. God bless these patriots that are going after this stuff. God bless Donald Trump, who has not given up this fight. Could have given up this fight long ago. You ever had an argument for Donald Trump? Oh, he's got a good life. He could go do whatever. Yeah, all that's true. But this, this situation would have been the prime opportunity for him to just hang it up and say, you know what? I did what I did. Politics is a nasty game. I appreciate y'all having me for four years, but I'm going to get back to my luxurious wife, life and wife and let y'all deal with this because it's too much. But instead he doubled down and he promised us that this will be exposed not because of him, but because our country depends on it. This has our country teetering on the edge. And the outcome of this will dictate whether the country falls off that edge or we recover, as we've done so many times in history. We've recovered from terrorism, from bombings, from war, from slavery and racism. We've recovered from all of those things. And we can recover from this if people tap into the American spirit that is inside of them. It's all there. It's all there. Now let's do something about it. Wisconsin, step up. Pennsylvania, step up. It's go time. This is what we've needed the entire time. We all know it. The Democrats know it. The only person that doesn't know what happened on November 3rd, 2020, possibly, he probably does, but it's possible that the one person that doesn't realize what happened on November 3rd, 2020, is Joe Biden himself. I think they kept him out of the loop. And why wouldn't they? Could you imagine if he actually knew the plan, knew what was going on? It would have been a matter of no time, and he was accidentally talking about it at a, at a press conference or one of his rallies in a gymnasium with 17 people. This is it. This is big, big. And I'm going to get hammered for this show. I'm going to get hammered by people like, oh, Andrew's at it again, talking about the cracking and how we're about to expose election fraud. This is it. This is not a joke. It's not a drill. It's not a rumor. It's not a shareable video on Facebook. This is real deal stuff. We have a snowball heading downhill. And it's growing fast. And I can't wait for the day that we blow this thing wide open. Whether or not people go to jail over this, that's one thing. 
I know in my heart that God's going to sort them out at the end of the day. He will. And, and karma may even come in and play a factor and do a little bit of sorting of its own. But this will be an exposure of epic proportions that we have never, ever seen before. Now, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Thank you for watching this video. Thank you for switching over. If you were watching YouTube and you switched over to Rumble, thank you for doing that. Thank you for being patient. We may do more of these because as long as information like this is coming out, I am going to be talking about it. Nothing's going to stop me. Not YouTube, not Facebook, not anybody. Because this, this is what I was meant to do. Get this information out, dissect it, and seek the truth for the sake of a better tomorrow in this country. My number one concern, as I'm sure yours is as well, is my kid. Your kids, your grandkids. As I talked with an elderly lady today who had just gotten out of ICU after five days. We are talking politics. And she said, I know I'm not going to be on this planet much longer. But I'm scared to death of the America that my children's children are going to be living in. And I said, don't you worry. Because what they want your children to live in, the country they want for your children's children, we're not going to let it happen. We're not. We're fighters. We're truth seekers. And most of all, we're Americans. And it's not going to fly over our dead bodies. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Don't forget about my boys at Vapor Forge out on 280. Go see them. Make sure you tell them you heard it on Over the Line. Also, patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who for as low as $5 a month, you can get behind-the-scenes content from right here, this show. So make sure you go check that out. There'll be more on this front. Just pay attention. We may have to take you away from YouTube, put you on another site, but we will talk about this stuff especially as it blows up. It's going to be huge, whether you believe me or not. You don't have to believe me, but I'm telling you, it's about to get real. Until next time, see you, cuz.